Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Bronzeville is getting its flowers. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. Louis Armstrong, author Richard Wright, poet Gwendolyn Brooks, activist Ida B. Wells. Those are just a few of the notable Americans who've called Chicago's Bronzeville home. The historic Southside neighborhood and Black cultural hub was recently designated by Congress as a national heritage area. So what exactly does that mean for its future? Bernard Turner is executive director of the Black Metropolis National Heritage Area Commission. He's also the author of A View from Bronzeville. Also with us is WBEZ editor Alden Lowry. First off, congratulations, Bernard, on this honor. Thank you very much. We're very excited about the passage of the National Heritage Act by Congress. Yeah, I know that this has been decades in the making, something that you have contributed to a lot of your time and a lot of your talents. Talk about what was involved in in getting this designation. Well, it really, uh, as they say, was an act of Congress. And it's been through several, uh, actually several Congresses. Bills have been introduced by Congressman Rush three or four times, and they get so far, and you have to go through the whole process to get a bill passed. This time we had a lot of uh, work done with the uh, Alliance of National Heritage Areas, which needed to be uh, rejuvenated, actually reauthorized many of them this year, or they would lose their funds next year. So all of the National Heritage Areas got together and worked on the congressional people uh, and got the bill passed, and we are very happy about that. And Alden, for those who might not be familiar with Bronzeville, where exactly is it? What are the actual boundaries of the neighborhood? Uh, Well, I'll speak to the designation, uh, the definition uh, in the uh, National Heritage Area. It's roughly from 18th Street down to 71st Street. Uh, It goes as far west as Canal and parts and as far east as the lake. Um, And then I would say, you know, that's the area as it's defined today, as it's grown, kind of this greater Bronzeville area. Initially, the Black Belt, as it was called in the very early parts of the the 20th century when black folks first started migrating in large numbers to Chicago, was a much smaller area, very narrow strip of land, largely from between State and King, what we know as King Drive today, and maybe roughly from about 25th Street or so down to about maybe 47th. I want to say it was kind of like the very origins of that. And then over the years, it expanded. Um, so think of the neighborhoods t- today of Douglas, um, uh, Oakland, uh, Kenwood, Grand Boulevard, uh, Washington Park, and maybe a little snippet of Woodlawn yeah. farther south is, is what is considered to be Bronzeville today. Yeah. Bernard, why is Bronzeville so important to you and to America? Well, actually, what we're doing is we're telling 
a very important story that involves uh, the demographics of the United States. And we're telling the story of the Great Migration. And the story evolves from the period of the 19, early 1920s to the 1970s, where people migrated from the South. They wanted to have better jobs. They wanted to have a better life. And we're telling that story uh, through the cultural heritage tourism that we're going to be providing people. And we're going to also tell the story from the standpoint of where people came from in the South, Mississippi, uh, Louisiana, Arkansas, came to Chicago and brought with them their cultural heritage, their music, their singing, their um, all kinds of um, gospel music, jazz, and brought that to Chicago. So that's the story that we're telling. It's very important for the country, and it's very important for young people to know this history. Yeah. Well, speaking of stories, I want to jump to the op-ed that you wrote, Alden, in in the Sun-Times. You were talking about the significance of Bronzeville and your hopes for it. Summarize it for us. Sure. I, I, I lead with uh, essentially a mention of my visit to the um, uh, to the National Museum of uh, African American History and Culture in D.C. and just talking about how overwhelming it was to kind of all of this black history, uh, the black experience in America kind of thrust upon you at once. And, you know, kind of my takeaway was, um, you know, this journey really, I think, defines a lot about about black people and what black people have endured, but also what is within black people to have endured. Yeah. And so I think about Chicago's history in a similar way. It's a microcosm of that broader history, but it's kind of like people literally left everything that they knew. They migrated hundreds of miles north to a city that they weren't very familiar with. Um, as uh, as uh, Bernard talked about, you know, to kind of chase their, their hopes and dreams. And when they got here, they faced enormous uh, obstacles and opposition and all kinds of issues. Um, and yet they endured, they survived and, and even thrived. And so as we think about that history, let it also be a lesson to us about the temerity and the, um, uh, the endurance and perseverance of black people in Chicago. I think we have our own kind of unique history. Yeah. And even though that history started more than a century ago, it's still with us because many of us can talk about our connections to the great migration. And those people have, they've taught us, they've trained us, they've mm-hmm. prepared us. And the, the struggle still exists with us today, but we still have within us what they had within them to endure and survive and even thrive. Yeah. Bronzeville was one of the first, when I got here two years ago to Chicago, it was the first tour that I took, like organized tour. I was like three, four hours of just combing through the neighborhood. And I was fascinated. There's like, there's so much more that meets, that meets the eye, I think. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, there's a long list of people who have made, uh, uh, you know, careers and, and yeah. become institutions. Uh, I mean, and, from and, the houses to the murals that you're seeing, yeah. it was just like, wait, wait, her, she was here too. Or, you know, he lived here. What? They went to school there. It was fan- Fantastic. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simmons. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about Bronzeville being designated a national heritage area. My guests are Bronzeville tour guide, author and activist Bernard Turner and WBEZ editor Alden Lowry. You know, Bernard, the, the federal funding that comes with this honor, it's intended to help preserve the history of the area. And I understand that there are some 200 or so assets that have been targeted for preservation. Which of them actually top your list as being the most in need? Mm. 
I think that there's probably a lot of them. Uh, I think that what we're really focused on are some of the house museums that are, are emanating. And when you think about house museums, you think about the Emmett Till House, you think about the, um, the Pullman Porters. The Pullman Porters played such an important role in the in the Great Migration. And you also think about Muddy Waters, the Muddy Waters House, uh, the Mojo Museum is going to be called, um, and all of these places that represent the history and represent the culture. Um, one other building that's in the process of being renovated is the Forum, the Forum right on 43rd, just mm-hmm. next to the L. That is a, a building where there were so many meetings and uh, cultural uh, affairs held uh, that it's going to be regenerated, regenerated, and people will go there again. Uh, one great thing that happened was we know that the, the 8th Regiment Armory was repurposed as a school. So a lot of that has been going on in Bronzeville over the years, and we have to thank a lot of people, uh, particularly uh, Harold Lucas and other people who have worked on preservation. Mm -hmm. Paula Robinson, for example, has also worked on preservation and continues to working with, with me and others in Bronzeville to make sure this continues. Alden, what are some of the Bronzeville sites that you would like to see preserved? Uh, the one that tops the list for me, and, and probably this is easy to guess, would be the uh, Chicago Defender, the old Chicago Defender building there yeah. um, on uh, on Michigan. Uh, it, uh, I know it's, I don't know its current state, but I know at one point it was, it was. Yeah, we really, made a long stop there on my tour. Yeah, it was in really mm-hmm. bad shape. So it, making sure that that building survives and and uh, you know the Defender, uh, you know, we talk about the Great Migration, uh, was was a, a, a big part of. Um, the awareness that people had in the South that Chicago was a place where they could come. I mean, they were actively uh, inviting people uh, mm-hmm. to, to come up the Mississippi to get here. Uh, so that would be at the top of my list. Uh, and there's a number of other, uh, you know, from the Supreme Life uh, Insurance Building to uh, some other office buildings uh, along King Drive and in surrounding areas where uh, uh, that have existed, uh, that have their own kind of history. They were places where black people were doing business, um, uh, making deals, uh, and really keeping Bronzeville alive in the 1920s, 1930s, 1940s. Uh, I think to keep some of that architecture is, is also keeping some of that history alive. Yeah, for sure. And and Bernard, your, your group, uh, the Black Metropolis National Heritage Area Commission, Will you be overseeing this national heritage area? Yes, we will. We are going. We have already formed a board of directors and advisory group, and we will be working with uh, organizations in the community. We have hundreds, of, well, several hundred assets, uh, organizations that we will be working with. But yes, we will be uh, administering it. And one thing we have to do is we have to write a plan. We have to write a a management plan which yeah. will guide us uh, in the future. Well, I mean, how are you going to make decisions on where the $10 million in federal funding goes? Well, that's why we will have a board of directors, and we will also talk to to people and organizations in the community to find out what's needed, and we will make sure that every person, uh, people are represented in yeah. those decisions. How do you describe Bronzeville? Alden, to, to people who have never been there? 
Um, I would say it's it's the birthplace of black Chicago. Uh, it's the birthplace mm-hmm. of uh, uh, and when it was born, it was, uh, you know, a, a deep minority is a city of two to three million people. Uh, and in its early stages, maybe there were a couple of hundred thousand um, and they were sequestered to that area. And yet they created life. Uh, they created uh, institutions. Uh, they, it was literally a self-sustaining community. Um, people of all walks of life living next door to one another. Um, I think it's just a great illustration of, uh, you know, talk about that black pride and endurance. Mm-hmm. And, and that happened here in Chicago. And like I said, the elements of that are, are, are still here. Yeah. I mean, leave us with this, Bernard. We know now about all the work that went into actually getting this designation. But for the person who's still unaware or maybe not convinced, you know, what does this mean for Bronzeville, getting uh, this designation of a national heritage area? I think what, what it really means is that we have established that this is a very important story in American history, and particularly in Chicago history. And people would will we'll want to take pride in what has been accomplished and what is still to be accomplished in Bronzeville. We have so many um, um, landmark buildings, so many buildings that are on the National Register of Historic Places. And people come to Bronzeville from all over the world. I mean, people come here just for the gospel music, or people come here for the jazz, people come here for the blues. And we are going to be an international tourist destination as well as an important economic hub in the city. So it means a lot to everyone, really not just the people in Bronzeville, but everybody in the city. Bernard Turner is executive director of the Black Metropolis National Heritage Area Commission. And Alden Lowry is a WBEZ editor. Thank you both. Thank Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Andrea Guthman and edited by Andrew Merriweather. If you're enjoying hearing great stories from across Chicago, then subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode. And be sure to leave us a rating when you do. That's it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.